Welcome. I'm Victoria Schneps, president of Schneps Media. And today I am so proud to have a true A-lister, Frank Sorrentino. Frank uh, is the CEO, chairman, founder of Connect One Bank. And we have been uh, developing a good friendship from his growth into my worlds of New York, the Hamptons, and now down here in Palm Beach, West Palm Beach. So Frank, I call it the golden triangle. That's where you are. You're in the golden triangle. So today- oh, We've been following you, Vicki. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it that you're down here. But, you know, I think that I figured out you're 18 years in business and, you know, it's quite a journey. And in, in the Jewish faith, 18 is a very lucky number because it's to life. And you have brought this bank to life. I'd like to go backwards a little bit in your life, though, to learn a little bit about your growing up years to become so successful. What was your childhood like? Was it an impact on your life today that who you are? I grew up in a family of builders. I started uh, my professional career in the building industry and all my education was in engineering. And so there was this long family history going back three or four generations back to Italy uh, where my great-great-grandfather was a stonemason. And uh, my grandfather was a, a very skilled uh, brick mason and my father behind him. And so I always had I used to joke that they must have put sawdust in our air ducts in the house because we always had to be smelling the the smells of a, of a construction site and going to school and learning engineering and thinking about building things from the ground up was just part of my upbringing. That logical way of thinking, I think, has served me quite well. You know, my newest career over the last 18 years in building what's now Connect One Bank but going, you know, one step at a time, one block at a time to build something for a reason, with a purpose. I can remember, you know, my grandfather saying to me, we would drive past some big factory building that he worked on or something. And he would take this incredible sense of pride to stand there and say, look, I built that. And uh, that's that sort of stayed with me uh, now my entire life, this idea that, hey, we built that. And here in our banking career, we finance those those projects and we can stand back and say, wow, we helped to build that. Well, you know, I think it's very interesting that you went from a builder to a banker. And what was that journey change like? What was the, shall I say, the light bulb went off and you said, okay, now I'm going to do this. No, it was nothing like that. Uh, it was actually something very, very different. I thought I would go through my entire life till my last breath uh, in the construction or building trades. but 18 years ago or almost 20 years ago, I became very, very frustrated with the financial institutions that I was doing business with. There was a lot of M&A activity, merger and acquisition activity going on. Banks that I had good relationships with got acquired. The new banks that came into my marketplace at that time didn't understand my business, didn't, didn't speak my language, didn't understand how to help us to get to the next level. And I got so frustrated with that series of events that I said, you know what, there's a market, there's a place, there's a need for a bank that understands this industry. And never did I think I'd be sitting here 18 years later as the CEO of this company, but I knew there was a business venture that needed to be initiated. And so I got together with 
a group of local businessmen and, and shared the idea, socialized the idea, and started what became Connect One Bank in 2005 for the purpose of supporting small, mid-sized businesses. And at that time, mostly in the construction-related, real estate-related type industries. And uh, here we are today, almost $10 billion in assets and in three states, uh, really been a fantastic ride. But it, was, it wasn't that I had a change of life or a light bulb went off that I wanted to do something different. It was absolutely need-based. I said something needed to happen in the market. I saw a void and I looked to fill it. Well, I think, you know, that's the key to success is filling a void and how you made it grow. You know, I know banking um, regulators are very tough and you had to go through a lot, I bet, for moving from Jersey into the New York state merger of uh, creation of bank. How did that work out? So we've always, from the day I, listen, going back to my construction career, I've always had a good relationship. We had regulators then too, right? We have building inspectors and all types of regulation and all all uh, different ways in which uh, construction projects are reviewed over time. And so I've always had this, this idea that the regulator or the inspector or the order or whoever they're on your team. They're, they're part of the team, whether you like that, you may not have picked them, but they're part of the team that's going to, that's going to bring you to a place of success. And so when we started the, the, the bank in 2005, I began with this idea that I want to understand what the regulations say. I want to understand why the regulations say what they say, what, what are they trying to accomplish? And I want to bring them inside and make sure that they understand that we're trying to do not only the right thing, but we're trying to do the right things for the right reasons. And so I've always had a very good, positive relationship with our regulators. And I actually would say to you, they've helped us to propel our growth in that they've responded well to that type of an environment where it's, hey, we think you're on our team. Tell us how we're doing. We will never, you know, have you read something about us in the, in the, in in Dan's papers. Uh, they're going to know about it, you know, in advance. And so that type of a relationship, and truly understanding, you know, what needs to be done and why it needs to be done, I think has led to us having a very good regulatory experience over these last eighteen years. So it's interesting, you know, we're up to 90 newspapers now, and I'd say uh, 95% is people who came to me and said, would you like to consider buying us? How did you venture? I mean, with all due respect, you're in Jersey, you know, there's a big world around you. How did you make your venture into New York so successful? Well, you know, it's it's interesting. If you look at our geographic expansion, it's really been a big part of that story is 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 what you're saying today, and that is, we started in Englewood Cliffs, New Jersey. That's where our headquarters was, and that's where I lived for thirty some odd years. That's proximate to New York City. It's only eight miles away. Some of the first clients that we brought into uh, our bank at that time had business uh, opportunities and ventures going on in New York. And so very, very quickly at the onset or the beginning of our financial institution, we were already starting to cross the border and do business in New York because our New Jersey clients were demanding it. And once we started doing projects in, was either New York City or the boroughs or whatever, word got out, well, who's doing your financing? Well, it's Connect One Bank. Where are they? They're in New Jersey. 
And before you know it, we started building up a base of clientele in that marketplace, which then forced us to open an office and hire people with boots on the ground and expand that market. But it started with the core of people that were within our community. The same rationale applies in Florida, right? Those same people that uh, are in the New York and New Jersey market are today doing projects in Florida, and we're following them there as well. And we've built up quite a bit of business in the Florida market. And so uh, now we've put some boots on the ground and opened an office here. And now there are new clients that we're uh, satisfying in that market area too. So when you think about all of the various markets that we are in, most of them are because of the organic growth that we've had and where our clients have taken us. It's very interesting how that happens. You know, we opened Dan's Papers Palm Beach because our clients went south. All winter long, right. That's that's right. It's very similar. And I think, you know, we're both finding that it's a wonderful environment to work in. Uh, But I also noticed that you're in the Hamptons, that you opened an East Hampton office. Well, same same reason, you know, that you're that you're talking about your own newspaper. Uh, A lot of our New York City clients summer in the Hamptons. And so when the request started coming in that, hey, we're building a home in the Hamptons or we're buying a business out there or relocating a secondary office out there, Connect One was there to support their our clients in that marketplace. And again, that has built out now a, you know, a boots on the ground strategy. We've hired a number of folks out in that marketplace and uh, we now recently opened an office. So we're in the same golden triangle as you, Although we have New Jersey, I don't know if you're in New Jersey at all, but we're in New York City, we're in in the Hamptons, and uh, we're in the Palm Beach Marketplace. So we're in Philadelphia. That's my step out of of New York is Philadelphia now. That's that's just New Jersey West. Okay, there you go. So we found (laughs) a way to connect. I love it. I love it. How did you come up with the name Connect One? How did that come to pass? So uh, we started life uh, as North Jersey Community Bank because uh, that's yes. where we started, and that's what uh, that's what we thought of ourselves. Now, did you buy a charter? No, a totally brand new de novo mm-hmm. institution in 2005. So zero assets. We raised capital, filed an application, went through the whole process, opened the doors on January 15th of 2005, and uh, took off like a rocket. After about the first couple of years, you know, we started to see that our business started to develop a brand and it started to develop a a level of recognition that was definitely outside the size of what we actually were. Uh, We were beginning to get national recognition. I've been pretty active promoting the organization. Uh, We were getting attention by, you know, a lot of news sources and uh, we were in front of quite a few high-valued uh, clients. And so the bank really started to get uh, a name for itself about what we represented, this client-first, sense of urgency model, forward thinking. And so in 2012, we thought about an IPO. And I knew that we, at that point in time, because we were just past the Great Recession, that that was going to be a big news event. And and we were going to get national recognition for this IPO. We were the first IPO after the Great Recession uh, for a financial institution. And so I didn't want to do it as North Jersey Community Bank. I wanted a name that was more in line with 
who we are, what we do, what we represent, and what we're about. And so we hired a marketing firm who helped us uh, to think about our brand, think about what we represent. And the biggest word that kept coming out of all the conversations they had internally, externally, clients, vendors, friends, whatever, was the spirit of connection. How do we connect not only ourselves with our clients, but our clients with each other, with vendors, with just just, just this sense of, of, of connection throughout our entire universe. And so that became the basis of Connect One. It obviously was a very good choice because the journey has been a greatly successful one and continues to be successful. So I want you to share with our listeners a little few tips you might offer on how to be successful. Your journey was not an easy one. It's very much, I'm sure, uh, had its challenges, but you've met the challenges. What advice would you give to other business people to be successful? You know, I, I always say, no matter what time in our economic cycle that you're in, that there's always a lot of noise going on around you. And if you today, if you pick up the newspaper, right, we're talking about recession and interest rates and layoffs and whatever. And so it doesn't really matter what environment you're in. I say drown out the noise. Take a look around you. There are opportunities at all different times in all different economic cycles. And look at those opportunities, like the opportunity that I saw back in 2004, and take advantage of them. Find that right place to, to, to drive that stake in the ground and say, this is what I'm going to do. Show the perseverance to be able to drive that all the way, get it to the finish line, act with a sense of urgency, you know, be forward thinking about what it is you're going to do. But at the same time that you're doing all of those things, don't forget your moral compass. And I see a lot of businesses out there that the success goes to people's heads and they start doing silly things. So don't forget where you came from. Don't forget why you're doing what you're doing. Make sure you surround yourself with some really great people as Vicki, I know you've met a number of our folks, mostly who are a lot smarter than I am. And, and, and take advantage of those opportunities that are out there. They're there for everyone to, to look at every single day. And uh, that's, I think that's been you know, part of our success. It's what our success is today. We're constantly surveying the landscape for what those opportunities may be. We've had a great set of opportunities thrown in front of us in, in your home market in Long Island. Uh, there's very few banks left that are homegrown in Long Island, and we're taking advantage of that opportunity. And we're going to do it in the right way. We're going to do it for the right reasons. We're going to do it. We're going to keep our moral compass about why are we doing business the way we do it. Well, I can think anyone could speak about it more eloquently. Thank you. Frank Sorrentino, who is the chairman and CEO of Connect One Bank. Thank you for reminding us about the moral compass in business. So we shall persevere, Frank, and I thank you, Vicky. Thank you for being with me today. Thank you. It was my pleasure, as always. Look forward to seeing you. And this is Victoria Schnepp signing off until next time. Thank you. Bye now.